This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And a little later in the show, we'll have David Carr, the former top pick in the 2002 draft with the Houston Texans, now an NFL Network analyst, And third, but not least on that list, he's the older brother of Saints quarterback, Derek Carr. So I'll be looking forward to talking to him. And, you know, Mickey, uh, the the week after Tampa was tough, there was a lot of just, it was just a tough week all the way around. I mean, uh, a lot of introspection, a lot of microscope talk, I mean, for a two and two team. But to do what this team did to go into Gillette Stadium for a very hungry football team uh, and do what you did, uh, just you know, it's one game, but man, it feels a lot better than last Monday. Yeah, it sure does. Um, look, I, I think, you know, the mark of any team, whether they're not, whether they're growing and improving is how they react to um, a poor performance. And, and um, so it was good to see us, you know, get off the mat and, and go up to New England. Um, and look, I get that they, you know, they were struggling. Uh, they struggled the week before, but that's a great coach. Um, they've got a lot of wins there. They know what they're doing. They'll, they're going to beat some people um, going forward, but for us to go out and put on a, a, a good performance in, in really all phases um, of the game was, was uh, gratifying. And, you know, we could easily call this show the Saints situational football show because it's kind of the topic each week. And I don't know that there's a, a bigger flip from a situational standpoint than kind of how this team performed uh, against the Patriots red zone, goal to go, you name it, third down across the board. I mean, it was, uh, uh, it was such a huge factor in every game, and it was a big factor in this one. Yeah, well, look um... – it's it's easy to flip um, the red zone numbers if you don't allow them in the red zone, which is what our defense <laughs> did in this game is that they didn't have any attempts in the red zone. Um, one for 14 on third down, that's just unheard of. Um, and look, they, they certainly had some opportunities and didn't cash in, but I think that um, quite often it was our guys making plays as opposed to um, – them missing plays I, you know there was some of both no question but but um i thought our guys made made some really good plays in the situations where it called for it um and it was great to see tyron you know get us going with a um, interception return for a touchdown uh on a play where you know uh, our d-line affected the quarterback and and uh caused an errant throw and 
there was there was a lot of good things there. No, you're right. And I think that's 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 kind of important because you on the Tyron Matthew pick, you're right. I believe it was Granderson had pressure, you know, and it was he threw it up and then, then on, on the Pete Werner interception, and that's that's Jordan Howden with just a you know perfectly placed hit on the football. It's those kind of things that you know that caused uh you know the action on the field so i mean you you are dictating some of that stuff yeah and look you know we've we've done some of that in the past um and it seems like when things aren't going well um those balls you know end up landing just outside of your reach and so you have to have some good fortune in in uh uh with those opportunities even the ones that you cause and and um you know, we had a little bit of both in this game. Again, as we talked about, everybody, you know, had to kind of look within themselves if they were doing everything they can to win. Pete Carmichael, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big boy game, right? I mean, you get, you go out there on Thursday, you take, take your lumps and, and he did. Uh, he's a good guy. Uh, and it was, it was just gratifying, you know, he had, a, he had a birthday last week. So last week couldn't have been a ton of fun for him on, you know, and then he has a birthday on Friday, but then goes home. I hadn't realized he grew up so close to Gillette Stadium, even high school uh, to, you know, again, I get it. It's one game, but you take that one game and celebrate it. It must be gratifying to see him be able to go up and do that. Yeah. And look, you know, pizza, uh, uh, he's a great offensive coordinator. He really is. And he's, he's, he's a really good play caller. He's had a lot of success. And, and, you know, when you're not having success um, that, you know, that bothers him more than anyone. And yet, man, I, I've always had confidence in him. We have confidence in Pete. Our, our players have confidence in him. Um, and so, yes, it's good. It's good to have some success. And yet I think that there was, he would be the first one to tell you that there were some opportunities that we missed, you know, that could easily, we could have easily scored another 12 or 14 points in that game. Um, you know, if we execute, uh properly and so we've got we've got lots of things to work on but it's good to work on um things off of a win as opposed to um working on things off of a loss no 100 percent and even coach allen talked about it yesterday that you know certainly the pre-snap penalties are something that, that you, you you want to address harder this week ironically some of that pre-snap according to dennis you know was caused really by a lot of the new motion and some of the additional play action type stuff. So it's just, you know, it's about you make changes and then, you know, things crop up, discipline, whatever. But, I mean, it's the kind of stuff you work on this week, right? Now you get two weeks of working on uh, this kind of thing. But pre-snap penalties, I, I know, you, you know, they're just they're tough to over they're tough to overcome sometimes. Well, yes. Um, look, penalties have been an ongoing issue for us here. So we've got to get that corrected. It was an issue again this game. We had 12 penalties. Um and yes, there are a number of those are pre-snap, but that's not, you know, that's not an excuse. Actually, that's kind of worse for me is that those are, those are controllable things. You don't have to rely on whether or not it's a good call or not. Look, if you do it before the snap, that that's a good call. Um, they're seeing something that you shouldn't be doing. So we've got to get that corrected. Um, otherwise we're going to uh, be in a close game and that it's going to cost us a game. You know, we talked a lot about, in preseason, you know, what the NFC South would look like and the, the struggles that the NFC South had had. And you know, you, you, Carolina can, you know, cannot be, you know, it's tough with a rookie quarterback, but you look at the rest of the NFC South, Tampa was off this week, but uh, it's, you know, it's 
a long way to go, but it's certainly not the division that people it wasn't the it isn't the punchline that it was last year. Yeah, uh, look, uh, you know, every year I hear, you know, there's this this these predictions about where teams are going to fall, and um, it's generally pretty easy to see who's going to have a really tough year and to see who's going to, you know, be at the top of the heap in terms of of um, wins. But man, the rest of of the league is all in the middle, and you can be a seven and, and ten or a, a ten and seven. You know, that's just. Uh, you know, the margins are so small here and, you know, from the, from the best to the worst uh, in the NFL, it's just, it's just so tight. It's so hard to win a game against anyone. Anyone in our league can beat any other team on a given Sunday. It's just the truth. It's, it's existed for um, at least the last 40 years that I've been involved with the NFL. It doesn't change this year. And, um, you, know, you can't really gauge the strength or weakness of your schedule till the season's over. So we'll <laughs> see what happens. But but yeah, um, you know, Atlanta and Tampa, I think, have both uh, exceeded, you know, the prognosticators um, at the beginning of the season. I doubt that they've exceeded their own expectations, but um, it's going to be a tough conference. Or- yeah, no, I, I I agree all the way all the way through. And so we'll talk more about this. Got to take a quick break. Mike Oss and Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Austin, Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And as we went to break, we were talking about just the, the NFC South overall and really the schedule and, you know, it's when you look when when in preseason and before when the schedules come out it's always like well who has the easiest schedule technically if you just do it based on records it would be atlanta then the saints but that's based off of records of a year before and i you know i don't know if there's a a a worse barometer for judging teams year to year but that seems to be like again it's based on years before like detroit you know goes into Kansas City the opening week of the season, uh, beats the Super Bowl champion. So, you know, it's, it's I would assume that's a that's a difficult barometer to, to choose from their schedules from last year. Yeah, it is because look, you've got free agency, you've got a lot of rust, roster adjustments, you've got, you know, coaching changes. Uh certainly um you know, if you're playing rookie quarterbacks, you you know, you have to look at that. There's, there's just a lot of factors that go into the strength of, of a team when you play them is probably more important than who you play. 
because look, if you're playing a team coming off of a lot of injuries, um, look, New England's a great example. They lost two of their best players in the in, uh, against Dallas. You know, they lost Christian Gonzalez, who uh, uh, is a really top flight corner prospect, and and Matt Judon, who's provided a lot of their uh, QB pressure and pass rush. And so, man, you lose guys like that, and it changes. It can change um, the entire outlook of your team. So when you play them is, is again, probably more important or as important as who you play. And every team fights through them. I mean, injuries are just a, a fact of this game. And, uh, you know, at this juncture, you got Mike Thomas uh, in your lineup, uh, you know, certainly post-2019. We know the injury situation he had. And Alvin Kamara, who, you know, had that – Got that game with Tampa really, you know, started to come back to life, felt like his legs in the second half of that game. But having those two guys, and we'll talk about them individually. I kind of, I wasn't joking, but I was kind of talking with, with Pete Carmichael last night about you have the ability of week six here to call plays with Michael Thomas that, frankly, you haven't really had a whole, a whole lot of uh, in, in years before. And, again, I wasn't teasing. It's just, it's just the way it's been. But those two guys in your lineup right now, healthy, uh, is is a big difference. Yeah, there's no question. They're um, players at at or near the top of their position uh, in our league, and and uh, you know you count on you count on your best players to make big plays and and make winning plays in a game, and and those are guys that we've counted on in the past. It's it's great to see Mike each week get more and more back to the Mike Thomas that we all are familiar with. Um, making big catches, contested catches for first downs, for big plays, um, and to see him get comfortable doing that again. Uh, um, and just look, his presence uh, on the sideline, I think, is a little undersold and how competitive he is. And, and uh, that, that's, that becomes contagious. No, he took – he's had – 50-plus catches in all five of his games. He had 65 yards against New England. He took some pops against New England. And one of them, I mean, he came to the sideline, and you could tell, I mean, he was almost sprinting to the sideline. But he wasn't going to take a knee. He wasn't going to bend over on that field. He waited until he got to the bench. You could tell he was hurting. Now, two plays later, right back in the game. I mean, he's he's got a fire inside that you can't just, you know, wish upon somebody. Yeah, look, Mike. Mike's a warrior, and, and – um... He's tough. He's, he's, you know, all the things that you want in a player, um, you know, with regard to competitiveness and, and performance. And so um, it's good to have him back in our lineup. And then Alvin, you know, gets his 73rd touchdown. 72 was against Cleveland, uh, following, ironically, a Daniel Sorensen interception who was active uh, back with the team yesterday. He passes Marcus Colston. Probably Alvin would have liked to have had it done and, and, and over with, but – and getting him in the end zone, it's just a, it's a great sign. And then I, I think something about Colston after this, but just talk about Alvin's uh, kind of getting his getting himself back in this offense. Yeah, it's look. Um, I, I think I can. Re- I feel like I can remember all seventy three of those touchdowns. You know, they're they're um, he's such a unique talent. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. He's a lot like Marcus in the sense that you know he's kind of this quiet guy, goes about his business. Um, you know, I don't, I don't recall that Alvin does a lot of celebrating after touchdowns. He just kind of, you know, hands the ball over and, and runs back to the sideline. And, you know, Marcus Colson was certainly that way. And, um, 
I just proud, proud of his accomplishment, uh, excited for him. Um, but it also, you know, makes me reflect back to Marcus and the contributions that he's made and how important he was to our team uh, for so many years. Yep. Seventh round pick out of Hofstra played tight end some at, at Hofstra. Uh, and you know, five minutes after Alvin had scored his touchdown, there's a video clip, you know, on social media from Marcus congratulating him. So there's, there's a few things in our lives. You cannot buy speed, age, and class. Yeah, Marcus is. I don't. I know him a little bit. uh, Just one of the classiest people that I've ever been around. Yeah, and look, both those guys. You know, uh, obviously, Marcus was a seventh round pick from Hofstra, and so certainly under the radar pick uh, um, when we took him. And but Alvin also, even as a third round pick, was kind of under the radar. I don't think uh, a lot of people, you know knew the name or knew what yeah he was capable of and and uh so it's good to see these guys you know have this kind of success in the nfl who were you you know you can just say i'm not telling you but who were you worried about in 17 that you felt the trade up to get alvin yeah i think we were just worried in general because we you know i in in and look our scouts did a great job of identifying alvin as as a guy who would fit with us and then when Sean, you know, went and worked him out, he, he just fell in love with Alvin, fell in love with uh, his traits and his intelligence as a player. Uh, and so, man, we had a target on him from um, from really that point on all the way through to the draft. And so, you know, you get to that third round and, and look, we had a lot of picks in the in the first couple of days of that draft. And you get there and you just guy, we, we've got to find a way to go get this guy. Let's not take any chances. I, we didn't, you know, have a, uh, we didn't have any suspicion or any in, intel that said somebody else was going to take him soon, but we just wanted to get him. And so that was the reason for the trade. Later, I heard a couple teams that were, you know, had him targeted, you know, in that, in that round. And so we wouldn't have got him if we'd have stayed where we were at. Um, but man, I'm sure glad. I'm sure glad that uh, that he came to the Saints. You are not alone there. Got to take a quick break. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President Mickey Loomis and General Manager, we are listening to the Saints Hour here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And a little later, we'll speak with the top pick in the 2002 draft, Derek Carr's older brother, David Carr, who's a network analyst for the NFL Network. That's coming up later. And so, you know, shutouts in the NFL are are hard and, and, and they don't come around very often. So, and Den- Dennis Allen has had two now in his first 22 games. He also has... A franchise record, the greatest comeback in in Saints history with that fourth quarter comeback in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, that's for, in 22 games to kind of have two shutouts and a franchise record, and there's 
There's actually another one, but we're not getting into that one. But that's that's pretty pretty stout stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, listen, it, it's it's uh, it's rare to be able to shut out another team and um, get a zero on the board on that side. So, you know, that's unusual. Um, it's welcome, though. I'll tell you that. Um, but but uh, yeah, listen, Dennis is a fabulous. I think he's a fabulous coach, um, and I'm, I, you know I'm excited for him. Excited for where we can go, and uh, excited to see how the rest of the season unfolds. How do you guys shut out the noise out there? Right, there's so much noise out there uh, to kind of keep it within your keep it within the team. You know, it, you know it, it's. It's just there's just so much negativity to fight through. How, how do you guys best keep out the noise, if that makes sense? Yeah, I, look, I don't think it's that hard to do because, listen, we're just busy. You know, we, we've got a lot of stuff. I mean, the coaches are here till, you know, 10, 11, 12 at night. They don't have time to listen to the noise. You know, you, you catch a little bit of it here and there, but you, you don't really, you know, you don't really – get as much as as uh, you know your wives and, and, and children are getting they're the ones that bear the brunt of that much more so than any of us um and look it just comes with the territory you know we we want passionate fans we want them to care we want them to um be excited about our team and so you know it's natural that if they're passionate about you know what we do when we're more successful then they're going to be passionate about <laughs> you know, the team when it's not successful and they're going to be critical. And that's just part of the territory. It's just part of the game, part of what um, we know we're buying into. And, and it uh, doesn't, it, it's not going to change um, how we approach our jobs. There was a play late Sunday um, that probably won't show up huge in, in the stats. And that was the fourth down run by the Patriots when they went for it on fourth down and Stevenson had a huge hole. Like I'm like the first down's done. He's got the first down and our press box was as low to the field as I've, I've ever really imagined. And it was open and Demario Davis filled that hole with a hit that I felt like, I mean, I felt it because the fans at that point had, had, had pretty much gone home. And that to me, just cause he didn't, I mean, the play meant in the big picture, probably not a lot, but Man, you want to know anything about Demario Davis, and who's been, you know, at the end of ended, you know, later stages of his career. I mean, who knows how long that guy can play? Uh, that's that was. Uh, I don't know. I'm just curious your thoughts about if you, you know, that play. And man, I felt it. Yeah. That, well, you you described it exactly right, and and I think that the thing that it's not unexpected from Demario. That's just the you know, it's what he is, how he plays. It's what he's been for us since the the day he came onto our facility here. Um, but what is, what is a little bit unique is, is you're right. It's the circumstance of the game. The game was well in hand. The play wasn't going to make a difference in terms of the outcome. And yet here he is playing as hard on that play as he did the first play of the game. And so that's, look, that's what you love about, um, about DeMario. And that's why he's a captain and been a captain now for, you know, I think seven straight years, whatever the amount of time he's been here, he's been a captain every year. That's why. Um, that's what he brings to the table. And and uh, um, it's just it's just part of his DNA. 
So this is an interesting span because you go at Houston, then it's a quick turnaround for Jacksonville at home, then back on the road for Jacksonville. But this week, Jackson, Indianapolis and Jacksonville play. So, I mean, I would imagine behind the scenes, your personnel staff, because you got them working on, uh, you know, Houston, Jacksonville quickly on, on that Thursday. How, how, how is that process for the for behind the scenes for those that are really working not on Houston but working on Jacksonville for Thursday night. Yeah, it just look the the preparation time. Well, there's two things: the preparation time for our coaches is hard on our coaches because the preparation time for that Jacksonville game is really compressed. It's hard on the players because their recovery time from one game to the next is compressed, and so it it's hard on both groups in different ways. Um, you know, we've got this stretch of, of playing the AFC South, you know, Houston, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. And so um, it's not in a, you know, usually or oftentimes you get it, you know, in, in a stretch like this, you'll get a division opponent that you're very familiar with. Well, that that's not the case here. These are teams we don't play very often. And so um, we don't have the luxury of familiarity with, with any of these opponents. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be a little stressful. Uh, the backside of that, you know, we're going to get that 10-day break, um, you know, a- after the Jacksonville game. So you get a bit, little bit of a mini buy that, that uh, you know, helps make up for the compressed time uh, the week before. But it's just, um, look, you know, it's the, it's, you know, every schedule's got some unique qualities to it. Ours is four of our first six games are on the road, you know, so we've got to be, you know, road warriors for um, the first half of this season. And, and uh, this is part of it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.